0: You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 107, why I love being a nurse and how to love it more. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find, it's something you create, and I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. It's May, you guys, and May is kind of my month. (laughs) I was thinking about how there's so much going on in May, and it is all stuff that I love that we get to celebrate. So first of all, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, which, hello, I'm a life coach. I'm all about that, right? I know sometimes we think that mental health is just for people who maybe have a diagnosis, like clinical depression or clinical anxiety, and they need treatment for that, right? But that's not the case. And while all of that is so important, and I'm totally all for people in that situation to use the resources available to them, mental health is for everybody. Every single person who has a brain needs to take care of their mental health. And so I love that we have a whole month where we get to celebrate that. And I get to shower you guys with all the goods to help you enhance your mental and emotional health, which I do all year round, right? But with it being May, I want to step it up a notch and celebrate this special time over on my Instagram with you guys by offering you tons of freebies and insights and little things that can help you enhance your mental and emotional health. So if you're not following me on Instagram, come on over there. There's going to be a ton of stuff going on this month. The other fun thing about May or one other fun thing about May, because there's more, is that it's Mother's Day. So that's super exciting, right? I want to wish all you moms out there a happy Mother's Day, and I want all of you future moms, you moms to be you hopeful moms, or anyone who feels like Mother's Day is just a hard time for you to know that I'm thinking of you and sending all my love your way. So I think May is a special time for that reason as well. I love getting to celebrate all the special women and moms in my life who I admire. Now, the other thing going on this month is it's Nurses Week, and that actually starts this week. May 6th is the start of Nurses Week. I don't know why it starts on a Thursday. (laughs) I don't know why it can't just be a Monday to Friday kind of thing or whatever, you know, but it starts on a Thursday and goes through next Wednesday. So we're going to celebrate Nurses Week and over on Instagram, again, all kinds of fun stuff going on. I have a giveaway going on. Well, it's actually going to be starting May 6th, the first day of Nurses Week, with two other nurse-owned businesses where we have put together a little bundle of goodies for you guys that are going to help enhance your mental and emotional and physical health and help you just live more balanced as a nurse. So you don't want to miss that. Go check that out as well. So May is such a fun time, right? I am so excited for it. I'm excited for all the things I get to offer to you guys and for the ways we get to celebrate together and also just take some time to be intentional about our mental and emotional health. So it's going to be a good month. But today, what I want to talk to you about is with it being Nurses Week, I want to celebrate nursing. I know a lot of times on the podcast, we talk about some of the challenges with being a nurse and I try to focus more on the solutions, not just dwell on the challenges, right? I want to give you steps to work through those things, but it's kind of hard to talk about why we even need a solution if we don't also talk about the challenges. But today I want to focus on the amazing things about nursing, the reason you became a nurse. Do you remember why Like, can you remember the moment you decided to become a nurse? I can. For a lot of things in life, I don't remember that exact moment where I made a decision. And I know for a lot of you guys, maybe you just always knew you wanted to be a nurse. Maybe you had a family member who was a nurse or just felt like that's what you were called to do and you always knew you wanted to do it. But I remember the moment I decided I was going to become a nurse. So it was when I was engaged, my husband was actually looking into nursing. He was taking prereqs for it. So he had already made that decision pretty much. But I still didn't know what I wanted to do as far as my career goes. I had my bachelor's degree in psychology. So I was considering, you know, going back to school in something with that. But I just wasn't totally sold on it. So one day I remember pulling out my laptop sitting on my bed in my parents' house because I had just moved home from Japan after teaching English there for a year. And I was sitting on my bed and I was like, okay, I am going to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. And so I started reading about different jobs online. And one of the jobs I read about was nursing. And nursing was something I had never considered before. It was an automatic no for me. When I had even entertained the idea for a moment. It was like, nope, blood, bodily fluids, not happening. So I just didn't think it was in the cards. And I really hadn't ever given it any thought beyond that brief conversation. Like, nope, not doing blood, not doing all the bodily fluids, not going to happen. But I don't know if it was just because Marcos was becoming a nurse or what it was, but for some reason I decided to read about nursing. And as I read about it, I was like, this is everything I want. I want a job where I feel intellectually challenged, where it's intellectually stimulating. And I want something with flexibility because I plan to have a family in the future. And so I wanted something that I felt like I could still spend a lot of time with my kids, but also be working. And it had a lot of flexibility as far as the different kinds of jobs you can do right? Like you don't have to go back to school for a lot of different nursing jobs. You can just get your nursing degree and then you can work at the bedside or you can work in a clinic or you can be a school nurse or you can work for a corporation or all kinds of different things. And so I was like, this is awesome because I'm not really sure what I want to do. So I like that it's a job that I don't have to commit to one specific thing forever. So that was really appealing to me. I loved the different hours you could have and the pay was pretty good. And so there were a lot of things that I was like, okay, this is what I want. Not to mention, and I can't believe I'm saying this one last, (laughs) you guys are all judging me. You get to help people. That was a really exciting thing to be like, I get to do all these things. It's all like what I want for my life, but also I get to help people in the process And so that really drew me in and felt like such a rewarding, fulfilling way to be spending my time and my life. So as I read all of this, I was like, okay, this is what I want, but I have these fears that I can't handle bodily fluids, that maybe I'm not super science minded. Those were my big concerns. And in that moment, sitting there on my bed, looking at my laptop, I decided I wasn't going to let fear dictate my life. And so I was like, it's okay. I can be scared, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is what I want. And so I decided not to let fear hold me back. So I don't know if you can remember that exact moment. Maybe you can. Maybe you had a similar experience or a similar time when you were like, this is it. I'm going into nursing And you probably had a lot of reasons that drew you to the nursing profession. So I want you to think about it. Can you tap into those reasons that motivated you to become a nurse in the first place? So in this episode, I want to help you identify why is it that you want to be a nurse? What do you love about nursing? And if you're not feeling as fulfilled as you wish you felt, I want to give you a couple little suggestions, ways that you can maybe tweak it a little bit so you feel like you are achieving that purpose that you went into nursing to achieve and so you can feel fulfilled in your job. Now, to start off this episode and to kind of preface this conversation, I want you to know that this isn't about putting blinders on. This isn't about saying nursing is perfect or that nursing is easy or that we want to feel joyful, and love it every second. I don't think that's the case for any of us with nurses. Even as a coach for nurses who helps nurses create fulfillment in their careers, I don't love every moment of being a nurse. But that doesn't mean I don't love nursing. Just like I don't love every moment of being a mom. I still love being a mom. So I think in our lives, it's normal for things to be kind of 50, 50, 50% of the time, we love it, that there's amazing things that we appreciate and we can see the benefits of. And the other 50% of the time, it's kind of hard and it's challenging and it's uncomfortable and emotions come up that we wish weren't there that are uncomfortable to deal with. So I want you to know that I'm not pretending that the uncomfortable 50% doesn't exist. But we don't have to get as fixated on the problems and have them weigh us down as much as they often do. So if you're someone who gets fixated on those problems, who feels like that's kind of your inclination to focus on the negative side, I want you to know you're totally normal. That's what we do as humans. We look for problems. We look for things that are dangerous. It's much more important for us to see those things than the pleasurable, wonderful things. So you're totally normal if that's what you tend to do. But that doesn't feel great all the time, right? It doesn't feel very fulfilling to always focus on the negative. So instead, we want to amplify that positive side of things as much as we can, and we can minimize the uncomfortable side as well. So that's what we're actually doing in Bold Nurse Society this month. We have a class, it's called Spring Cleaning with a Twist. I know Spring cleaning might not sound super enticing, but it's with a twist. We're doing some mental and emotional spring cleaning about our jobs. And the approach I'm taking with those Bold Nurse Society members is based on what Marie Kondo suggests. So if you've seen her show on Netflix, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, her emphasis isn't on getting rid of the clutter. That's kind of the not-so-fun part of organizing, right? Like when you're organizing a closet or a junk drawer, when there's so much clutter and that's what you're looking at, it's just kind of overwhelming. Her message is to hold on to each thing and decide if it brings you joy. And if it does, then you want to keep it. So the goal is to make those things that bring you joy more accessible. So in Bold Nurse Society, that's what we're doing this month. We're focusing on the things that bring us joy and amplifying those and making those more accessible. And so I want to help you do that a little bit here in your nursing career. So as you think about why you became a nurse, that's the good stuff. That sparks joy for you, most likely, or it did at a time. And we'll talk about if it's not anymore, how we can fix that a little bit, okay? But those things are going to feel so much more fulfilling to you if you keep your why for why you became a nurse at the center of your shifts and at the center of your mind as you go about your work. So it was really fun. On Instagram, I asked you guys why you became a nurse and what you love about being a nurse. And it was fun to hear your answers. So a lot of you talked about loving your patients and their families. One nurse said that she loves her NICU families. And I can only imagine in the NICU, you gotta love those families. I'm sure you see such strong, loving families. And so that was why she loved being a nurse. Another nurse said she loved it because she got to see love every single day and she got to learn something new every shift. So that's an amazing thing about being a nurse. And then many of you said you love being a nurse because you get to help people. You get to offer solutions and see opportunities for them to change and improve their lives and help them in their hardest times and so as we focus on those things why we became a nurse and why we love it and we hold on to those then we start to naturally let go of those thoughts that dwell on the problems of nursing like those still exist and we might still want to address those things but it becomes more balanced it becomes more 50 50 instead of 80% negative and only seeing 20% of the positive. So let's balance it out and bring those things we love to the forefront of our minds. Now, here's the thing. As you think about your why for becoming a nurse, your reason for being a nurse, why you stay in the nursing profession, if you're feeling like you're not meeting that goal then being a nurse might not feel as fulfilling to you as you want it to be. So I want to talk to you guys about that and how to just tweak your why ever so slightly so that you can feel more fulfilled in your job, okay? And most likely, we're not going to have to make any big changes, but I want to talk about the most common reason I hear for why people become nurses and how we can check ourselves to make sure we're not setting ourselves up for dissatisfaction. So like I just mentioned, when I asked you guys on Instagram why you became a nurse and what you love about being a nurse, many of you said it's because you want to help people. And I think that's amazing. That's why I love working with nurses. That's why I like being a coach for nurses is because they're such compassionate, loving people. And so for many nurses, that is at the root of why they became a nurse, because they want to help people. So if that's your reason, I love it. But I want to ask you, what does it mean to help people? Have you thought about that before? Like, how do you know, like not just in your whole career, but if we even narrow it down to a shift, like during a single shift, how do you know at the end of that shift if you helped people? It's not as black and white as we make it out to be, right? We think, oh, well, I just know, I just helped people. But what does that really mean? And how you define helping people really does matter because it's gonna make a difference with how fulfilled you feel in your work. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we define it because I know for a lot of people, when we say, I wanna help people, it means we want them to have certain outcomes or we want them to make changes in their lives. If I educate someone about diabetes, then I might think my education was successful and I helped them if they made changes in their diet and in their exercise. And if their A1C goes down, then I've helped them, right? I've improved their quality of life and their prognosis. So a lot of times we use other people's behavior, like our patient's response to our care to determine if we helped them or not, or we use their outcomes to determine that. And I want you to know that that's kind of a dangerous way to define helping people. Like, think about it. With my daughter, if I based my parenting abilities and success on her behavior and outcomes, I'm kind of powerless to feel like a good parent. Like, it all depends on her and not on me. So if I go to the park and my daughter hits another kid, then that means I'm a bad parent. I didn't do well at parenting today. That's a bummer, right? Because that wasn't in my control. She just went and hit somebody. Or as she gets older, if she doesn't go to college or she doesn't get the kind of job I think she should get, then that means I was a bad parent. That doesn't seem fair to me right? Because I can't control her behavior and I can't control her outcomes. So instead, the way I like to think about it with parenting is I ask myself, what's my job here? Like, what am I responsible for? What do I have control over? So I feel that I'm responsible to teach my daughter how to treat other people, to teach her that we don't hit other kids, or that we don't call them names, or that we share our toys with them. Like, I'm responsible to teach her all of that. And when she goes against that, as a parent, it's my responsibility to hold her to certain consequences. So she might get disciplined if she hits a kid at the playground. But I'm not responsible for the outcomes, for her behavior. So as long as I have taught my daughter what is right, how to treat people, and I hold her accountable for her behavior, I have done 100% of what I'm supposed to do as a parent, whether or not she hits another kid. And as she gets older, no matter what she does for her education or for her degree or her job, that's not on me. My job as a parent is to share my love of learning to teach her skills to do well in school, how to communicate with other people, how to advocate for herself, how to ask questions, how to get help when she needs it. My job is to show her those things and provide opportunities for her to learn those things. And as she gets older, I want to teach her how to manage money and be self-reliant. But all of that is what I can do. What she decides to do as far as college or turning in assignments or getting a job Or paying her bills. All of that is on her. So you see how if I'm using her outcomes to determine if I was a good parent, then it leaves me pretty powerless because I can't control her. But I can control myself. I can control what I do as a parent. And so that's how I like to think about it. And it's the same with nursing. We can't control our patients. We can't make them take their medication or eat certain foods or exercise or go to their follow-up appointments. We can't make them do any of that. And so if we're using that to determine if we've helped someone, then helping people feels like this distant goal way off in the future that we can't hit. We need our patients to hit it for us. So instead, I want to encourage you to take the power back. You can keep this reason. I love that you want to help people. That can totally be your why for wanting to be a nurse and why you love nursing, that you get to help people. But if you want to feel more fulfilled and feel like you're being successful as a nurse, let's tweak how we define that. So as a nurse, what do you have control over? You have control over you. So you can educate your patient. You can teach them about diabetes or heart failure or acute kidney injury. You can teach them about all of that. Give them recommendations for how to apply these things in their life. Teach them about symptoms to look for and when to get help. You can provide all this wonderful education. And you can advocate for them to the doctor's. You can let your doctor know, hey, this is what I'm seeing. I'm kind of concerned about this. Can we check this out? Maybe we should look into this medication or tweak these things. Totally. That's within your power. But the minute we start saying, and this is what the patient should do with that information, that's when we get into trouble. So let's take that all out of our definition for helping people. If I've been attentive to my patients and assessed them thoroughly, if I've educated them, if I've advocated for them, if I've followed best practices, then I have helped them. But whatever they do with that information is up to them. I've helped them because I've given them opportunities and knowledge to decide what's best for their life. Sometimes we think we know what's best for people's lives but we don't. Just like with my daughter, I could say, I think I know what's best for her life. I think what's best is for her to go to college when she's older and get this job when she's older. But I don't know that. Maybe her best life and the best decisions for her life are something totally different that I wouldn't understand or even see the value in. Maybe it's the same for your patients. Maybe eating the junk food is their best life. Maybe that's what they want. It might be hard for us to understand that. But by giving them education, we provide them with tools to make the decisions for what they want in their life. So you have helped them, regardless of what they decide to do with that knowledge. And we certainly cannot base our success as nurses on our patients' outcomes. I know as nurses, we... Consider ourselves to be healers, right? That's a common thing. Nurses are healers. Doctors are healers. But really, we're not. It sounds lovely to think that. We provide opportunities for healing, but we are not healing people's bodies. Their bodies are healing themselves. Their bodies are responding to our interventions, to the medications. It's not up to us. So yes, we can certainly do our part by giving the medications or the interventions and understanding the best practices, all of that. We can do that and then we've helped them regardless of their outcome because their outcome might not be what we're hoping for. Of course, we want them to be healthy, but that's not always what happens and that is not on you. So you do your part. And then whatever they choose and however their body responds does not indicate whether or not you've helped them. Okay, so I just want to offer that to you as a way to tweak it. You can keep that reason to love nursing. But let's just define it a little bit differently and make success and fulfillment a goal we have the power to achieve. Okay, there's one other thing I want to offer to you guys as a why behind nursing. And this isn't one that anyone mentioned when I asked why you love being a nurse, but it's something that I kind of came across as I've pursued goals in my life. So I have always been very end result driven with my goals. Like when I was running a half marathon, my goal was to get to the end That's what I wanted. When I was in nursing school, my goal was to graduate and be done with it and become a nurse. So I've always kind of been that way as I set goals. I don't know if any of you guys can relate, but we're really focused on just getting to that end result. And once we do, then we can celebrate. And we know it was worth our time. It was a worthwhile thing to do. And we feel proud of ourselves. But one thing that's shifted for me is when I pursue goals, I still love getting to the end result. Like, don't get me wrong. I still love crossing the finish line of that race or getting that degree or certification. That's all super fun, but that's not the only thing I'm hoping to get out of my goals anymore because when that's my main focus, when I am just focused on getting to the finish line, it makes the whole process of getting to my goals kind of miserable. Then when things happen that feel like setbacks, then I get really frustrated and discouraged. I'm like, why are things going wrong? I'm just supposed to achieve this goal. That's all I want. Should that be so hard? So I don't know if you can relate to that, but that's how I used to be. But now I've discovered a reason to love goals even more. And I think this applies to loving being a nurse. So it's not just about helping people. Yes, we want to help people. Absolutely. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But what I love focusing on with my goals is who I become in the process. Like I mentioned earlier in this episode, being a nurse isn't always easy, right? There's that 50-50 balance where half of it is kind of hard and then half of it is that stuff that we love. But that 50% that's challenging, here's how you can love it more by noticing who it's helped you become. So I know none of us are going to say, I've loved being a nurse during COVID, right? I haven't yet to hear a nurse say that. Maybe some of you would, I don't know. But being a nurse during COVID has been hard. That's been a challenge, right? And we don't have to pretend that it wasn't, but I want you to think back over this last year who have you become in the process? Have you become someone who's able to manage stress and worry and overwhelm and uncertainty better? Have you become someone who advocates for yourself or for your patients even more? Have you become someone who's more in tune with your priorities and what's important to you? I'm sure you've changed in so many ways. And become someone that you're even more proud of than the person you were a year ago. So that's why I love nursing. I think there are a lot of things in life, there are certain things at least, that provide ample opportunity for us to grow. I think for me personally, being a parent has been one of those things where I see my weaknesses all the time. I see my shortcomings, I feel emotions that are uncomfortable, all of that comes up for me a lot as a parent. Growing a business, that's been another one for me, whereas I challenge myself to go outside my comfort zone, that feels uncomfortable, right? But it provides me with a lot of opportunities to grow, and it's the same with nursing. Nursing provides a whole lot of opportunities for personal growth. We interact with people that are challenging to interact with, to understand, or who don't understand us very well. And we have to try to compromise and communicate with them and reach mutual goals, That's challenging. And I'm not just talking about our patients. I'm talking about our coworkers as well, right? We have so many different personalities and ways of doing things. And we're in high stress situations that we have to learn to navigate that. Think about how much you grow from doing that. It's so powerful, you guys. So that negative 50% or what we perceive to be the negative 50%, we don't want to completely get rid of it. It's helping you transform into this higher version of yourself. And so I love keeping that as well as helping people at the center of my reasons for why I love being a nurse and why I choose to be a nurse. Because I'm so excited to see who I become. And I hope you are too. I hope you're proud of that person nursing is helping you evolve to be. So try those things on. Try to make a few tweaks to your why. Really tap into your why you're a nurse and make sure it's a reason you love and you have the power to achieve. And when you do that, you will find so much more fulfillment in your work, even when it's challenging. All right, you guys, happy Nurses Week. Thank you for all you do. I'm so excited to celebrate you. Make sure you come on over to Instagram at Thriving Nurse so you don't miss out on our giveaway. But I'm just so excited to show you my appreciation and I'm so thankful for all that you do. So happy Nurses Week. I'll see you on Instagram and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Who's your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. Come join me in Bold Nurse Society, my virtual coaching program where I help nurses build unshakable confidence, create meaningful relationships, manage stress, and intentionally create a career and life they love. Each month we dive deep into these areas of personal growth through our monthly class and live coaching calls. You'll have access to me to ask questions anytime, and you'll get access to special bonus courses I know you'll love. Everything I've created is through the lens of the nursing lifestyle, so it's realistic and convenient for nurses. So whether you're a day shifter, a night shifter, a parent, or busy with other adventures, Bold Nurse Society is designed to fit your lifestyle. So if you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the next level, come hang out with me in Bold Nurse Society. Go to thrivingnurse.com forward slash work with me to learn more. I can't wait to see you there.